That is Fozzie right here on Saturday night's main events. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it is me, Chris Aiken, your host, with my co-host, Vince McMahon. Vince, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. You're fired. Welcome to WrestleMania. <laughs> Oh my God! I can't do. It. I'll I'll leave that to you. No, I do not have. I do not have a good Vince McMahon impression in my pocket. So. That is that. That was our wrestling open. It was. You know, since Neely's not here and knows shit about wrestling, I figured I could play some wrestling songs. <laughs> in, the, in the next break, we'll get. I am a real American. That's right. I'm some a Rick real Derringer. Yeah. We'll dig out um, Macho Man's rap album. Oh God. <laughs> I was just watching some uh, YouTube videos before I came over, and that actually came up. And I was like, "He had a rap album." And I went to look it up. I'm like, "No, just stop. Don't don't go there. Yeah, don't don't tarnish. <laughs> want to know? Don't tarnish the legacy with with that rap album." Uh, I'm Randy the Macho Man Savage. Oh yeah. Have you actually heard it? Yes, I have. Oh god, it's really, really, really fucking bad. What's worse, the Nick Menza solo album or the Randy Macho oh, Man? Oh, the Macho by a lot. Is it okay? By a lot, the Macho Man solo album was just terrible. <laughs> like I said, I didn't even want to. I didn't want to bother. No, but it's. Don't. I think I'll leave that alone. Don't, it, dude. Any any of these guys that have done music have just failed. Whether it was Cena. Didn't The Rock do a song? <laughs> I don't know. I think The Rock did a song or an album or something. Hogan, obviously, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hogan. But Hogan was so bad. It's amazing to me that guys like Batista or Cena or Stone Cold can be in movies after what Hogan did to movies. <laughs> because what was the one? Brother in Paradise? Or oh, something? Oh, oh, Thunder in Paradise. Thunder was, yeah, in Paradise. Uh -huh. He was in No Holds Barred. Yeah. <laughs> There was that was was, was didn't he have some stupid nanny type movie or something? Oh yeah, um, yeah, whatever it was called, nanny tough guy or something. Oh, <laughs> I just and then what's amazing to me is like there's that video of him like playing the red, white, and blue guitar. Yeah, and he looks like he's never touched a thing in his life. Yeah. but supposedly he played bass guitar in a band before he was a wrestler. I'm yeah, like, well, how do you play guitar that shitty when you actually have played an actual instrument before? Do I need to remind you of a little party that involved Gatlin with a certain drummer? <laughs> <laughs> a certain drummer that got up there and couldn't fucking hit the, yeah, but you were the side of the drums? <laughs> okay, but you were trying to play a bass. When yeah. you're a drummer, but he was a bass player trying to play a guitar. It's it's you could at least look like you know how to strum the thing. Yeah. But he, he was like an asshat. He wasn't the worst at that. The worst, bar none, at that was when they dyed Greg the Hammer Valentine's hair black. Oh, and had him blues. Yeah, had him yeah. ride it and had him. Remember they met the and that was at like a WrestleMania or a Survivor Series yep. or something. Uh -huh. And they had him come in to play the big hit song with uh, the Honky Tonk Man. Oh God, with the, the pink Cadillac. Yeah. What was it? What, who, what was the chick? Peggy Sue. I Peggy think? Sue. Yeah. <laughs> So bad, man. And, and Greg the Hammer looked like he looked like the first time he'd ever held a guitar was yep. that day. <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> looked like looked like the six year old at Guitar Center picking up a guitar for the first time. <laughs> I want one of those. What is this? How do I hold this thing? <laughs> <laughs> He's got it backwards, it's upside down. Looks like fucking Hendrix without a clue. Holding it like a standing bass. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Well, anyway. We're off and running. Yep. We're sober. I know. In fact, before I even get to that, it is the classic metal show. By the yeah, way. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm only what 24 minutes in before I say what the show is. But yep. um, Neely is out um, running around with Mr. Don Dockin and the boys, and um, I haven't heard from him. So I'm assuming he either got the coronavirus and died, or things are going <laughs> well, and he's just busy. So he was in the chat room. So I don't know if he still is, but yeah, I see his name in there. But yeah. that might just be to fool people that this is live and not a pre-record. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I better edit that out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> But no, we're sober tonight. I know. How does that fucking happen? It's never happened before. Never. Usually, usually these parties start at, what, about 3 o'clock in the yeah. afternoon? Yeah, and if they don't, we've each been drinking at our own places yeah. before we start up. Yeah, well, usually for me, when, when I'm doing a show with either you or Stephanie, I start drinking about 3 o'clock <laughs> so that I get good and fucked up by the time it's time to actually do the show. But <laughs> I'm not quite that bad ever since the first... Uh, uh, Incident. <laughs> yeah, we've had a few. We've had a few of those. Oh God! The night, the night where, who was in the studio? Was it your ex sister in law? That was in the studio. We went out afterwards, and then and then 
we ended up. Oh yeah, yeah. And I you broke, broke your phone. I threw my phone at the table and broke it. I yeah. was like, dude, you just broke your phone. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I got insurance. <laughs> dude, that I'm, was hilarious. I, I'm I'm one of those that um absolutely just destroyed AT and T with um with phones. They had that insurance. I paid. Yeah. I paid the full value for the extra. For the extra insurance? No, it is a pre-record, Jackal. <laughs> it a is a pre-record. It, this is all pre-recorded. I sensed that you were going to ask that question in the chat room, <laughs> and and I'm answering it now. So it is a pre-record. <laughs> yeah, sure. But but you no. just happened to answer a, a chat room question. I did well, at I, the perfect I, right time. Amazing, amazing well, timing. I figured at about 26 minutes into the show, somebody would be whining about pre-record, so I just <laughs> fucking threw it out there. And sure enough, I was right, wasn't I? There you go. Either that or I look real stupid right now. But. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> but no, the um, no, the they had this insurance policy with AT and T that no yeah. matter what you do, if you break your phone, they'll fix it. And I broke six iPhones in a year because that was the same year as the divorce. I was throwing phones. Oh. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck do you manage that? I kept throwing phones. I would get all fucked up, and I would get mad, and I'd throw a phone at somebody or something, and it would hit a door or a table or. You know, whatever it was, and I kept breaking them, and they just kept sending them to me till finally, fi- dude, this is actually funny. You, you know how you end up owing, you know, $800 or whatever yeah. with your phones. They ended up paying off my phone, the last phone they gave me. They gave it to me and said, you don't owe anything on this phone anymore, but you're not getting any more insurance. <laughs> they were like, it ended you, up costing them less. They were like, if you break this one, you're just... You know, you're fucked. Yeah, you're out here, shit out of luck. Yeah. yeah. So then I moved to Verizon. <laughs> That's the real reason why you switched? That is one of the main reasons. <laughs> the insurance? I needed the insurance. Although I, now, oh. I mean, you see my phones now, I keep them in like a military grade case. <laughs> Bulletproof boxes yeah, I, and stuff. I do. This is, what is this one? This is like some military, it, it definitely is advertised as military grade um, <laughs> phone. It's like what they use for. For out in the desert or whatever. You'll find a way. It's I want to find a way with this fucking cocksucker. I hate this fucking phone. Not, I, not a fan. What is it? A gal- Is it the Note or the it's Galaxy? It's the, the Note S10 Plus. Okay. It's got the little pencil-y thing here. The stylus, yeah. Ooh. Which I've never figured out why anybody would, would ever use that. Steph uses it to take pictures. She's got. How do the, you take a picture with it? It's got like a little button on oh, it, yeah. and so she'll like hold it out, and then instead of like having to... Do the little button on the back or whatever, or the like. It's she. You just hold the little stylus, and it's got a click button. So, so it's like uh, it makes your arm into a selfie stick. It basically does. Oh. That's that's literally what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's worth nine hundred dollars. Dude, these phones are ridiculous, yeah. man. Like Steph has a Note S ten. Uh, yes. Look at her. Yeah, she's got whatever the. It's not quite as souped up as yours, but all right. As long as I got the better phone, yeah, that's all I care she, about. She didn't even she didn't even really need it. They they were showing all these features, and she couldn't give a shit less. Right. So, yeah. No, I I definitely I God definitely damn, have, who's, to have the. Who's I know, that I, in the chat room? I looked holy at shit. that too. It was like holy smokes. Who is that? Wow. Oh, that's that's um. I think her name is Amy Perfection. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Nice. Wow. Perfect face. Perfect tits. Jeez, oh Pete. All I right. like that. I definitely am liking that one. All right, so back on track. No, no, I can look at that just a little bit longer. <laughs> as long as you don't start unzipping over there, we're good. Yeah, and just start rubbing one out. <laughs> like, all right, I'm taking a break. Yeah. I'm off camera. Just look at Brown yeah. Stadium. <laughs> Here's some Steel Panther for obvious reasons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But, but no, no, it is odd, me and you being sober tonight, dude. Yes. Yeah. I don't... Me and you don't get together and stay sober very often. No, it not really usually, no. Well, you've been staying sober on the show. I'm trying to lose weight, fucking not drinking, so no. kind of like converged. Yeah, no, it's um, it's I I don't drink. It, it, it's a weird thing because you know, there was a time that I would drink every show. Like, oh yeah, I would just be fucked up every single show and yeah. And I don't know, I got to a point, I don't know, maybe it's it's been almost two years now, I think, that I stopped drinking on the show, or at least a year. And I just got to the point that I would get till 2 o'clock in the morning, and Neely'd be doing whatever about the Confederate flag or racism or whatever the fuck, yeah. or Trump, <laughs> right? you know, and I'd be like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked out. Yeah, just fucking struggling to get to the end. Yeah. And then when we launched CMS TV, I could see it. You know, I'd watch CMS TV and, I, and you'd see this. <laughs> You're like all blotto. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you wouldn't hear anything. I'm sure nobody heard anything just now, but, but I would just yeah. lean into the microphone and then be like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, I started seeing that on CMS TV. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Switch to coffee, man. Yeah, exactly. So now I do coffee and, you know, it's a bitch for the, for the overnight because the show ends and I start processing video and then next thing I know it's seven o'clock in the morning, yep. eight o'clock in the morning, noon. Yeah. And you know me, once it gets to noon, it's like, all right, well, we're just going to run. Yeah. We're going to run to, well, like, like last week, last week, um, during the show was the AEW pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. AEW yeah. Revolution. Well, I didn't watch AEW Revolution. I waited till the end, but I knew if I waited till the next day, I would see all the results yeah. on social media. So the show ended at 3 o'clock, and I purposely last week did not talk about wrestling because I didn't want assholes like Jason Lundgren in the chat room to be like, <laughs> did you away. see that MJF hey. beat? Cody, you yeah. know, I didn't want that. So I didn't talk. I pretended like I didn't know there was even wrestling on. Right. And then as soon as the show was over, right into the bedroom and right into, all right, BR Live. Yep. <laughs> Stayed up till, watched all four hours of that, you cut, know. Cut a little bit of Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Orange Cassidy rocks, dude. I lo- dude, it's so funny. I saw, did you ever see like his uh, top rope move that he does? What, Have you seen that yet? What is it? What is the move? Dude, he, get, he gets up on top. And he does this thing where he's like he he like basically telegraphs this huge spinning move, yeah. and then just kind of lightly flops off the top rope and lands <laughs> no. on the guy like a limp noodle. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's awesome. There's there's some video that I watched the other day. It was like like Orange Cassidy's like top thirty moves or okay. something, and that one's in there. And it was, I mean, I'm like, holy shit, he's gonna do like a like a three sixty or whatever the hell, <laughs> and, and then he just ends up flopping like a wet noodle off. The, oh, it's great, dude. Did you watch the you watch the pay per view? Yeah. How great was it that he was just getting his ass beat and just laying there, and all of a sudden he came alive and just was like yeah. a monster? Yeah, it's like where's this guy been? Right? <laughs> I love the kicks, and then the, and then the the, the super kick. Yeah. And he, they're like, oh, oh and he just does tap. <laughs> I love that stuff. <laughs> well, you know, since we are going to talk wrestling, at least for this segment, it seems like um, you and I have both attended an AEW pay per view or not pay per view, but an Live AEW event, yeah. event so far. And you and I both watch. I watch religiously. I still watch wrestling. I watch WWE. WWE, it sucks. I watch NWA on the YouTube. I love that. And and I watch AEW. And I'll tell you what, WWE is in a lot of trouble, man. Oh, yeah. It's crap. It's total crap. And this thing's going to catch on. It's, you know, they're, they're signing some WWE guys that have name but are not, like, overplayed names. You know, it's not fucking shitbag Ric Flair. It's Ugh, like, yeah. you know, it's it's like like they signed Matt Hardy this week, and they who's do you know who's going to come out with Jake the Snake? Did you see that this week that Jake the Snake was it's, out? It's probably going to be um, Brody Lee, who was Luke Harper, one of the Bludgeon Brothers. Oh, he's ba- he's a badass. I have no idea but, who that is, but I I like that he's one of them guys with the real long beards. Okay. Well, you know, you when you see him, you'll know him. Okay, but kind of like Jack, J- Jake Hager's Jack Swagger. Or yeah, they, I I like the guys that they're bringing in from WWE. They're bringing in guys that were underutilized or poorly utilized in WWE to give them a chance. Yeah, to shine, and it's smart because it's like people are going to sort of recognize them. Yeah, but they're not played out. They're not. You know, if Ric Flair comes in, what is Ugh. it? What is it? It's the bad lights. It's the bad intro music. It's the woo. It's the, yeah. you know, it's the flopping on his coat, dropping an arm on his fucking jacket. He's the worst. I can't stand him. Who's worse? Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan? I I would say I would say Hogan. And the reason being, at least Flair would get into like steel cages and bleed and stuff, and he would do a couple moves here and there. Yeah. Every goddamn Hogan match, except for the Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania Six main event, and then the uh, the match against the Genius on Saturday night's main event, right. where he actually lost by countout. Like th- those are the only two times you could think of a Hogan match that was different. Yeah. Every other goddamn match was he beats him up, 
Then he gets an injury. Then he's getting beat up. Then he hulks up. Then yeah. he does the stupid leg drop in the matches. I, I you forgot oh. the big boot. Yeah, forgot the big boot. Oh my god, so lame. Big he, boot. Even as leg a kid, drop. even as a kid, when he was like the shit, yeah. I hated him. I hated him too, and and all that. Oh yeah. Fuck you and your fucking call for attention, yeah. you faggot. I, dude, he, when he wrestled King Kong Bundy, I'm like, I hope he wins. Like, Big John Stud, yeah. Paul Orndorff. You like, wanted anybody to beat Hulk. Oh, yeah. The, the, the WrestleMania 6 main event, I'll never forget. I went down the street, lived in a cul-de-sac, and the kids at the end of the street would always get the pay-per-views. Right. And my parents actually let me go watch it. My dad was, like, always anti-wrestling. So I could only watch it on Saturday mornings. Right. Because my dad was out golfing. Okay. So it was like he didn't know what I was watching. Right. And then, you know, if he would go to sleep a little early on Saturday nights and there was a Saturday night's made event, I could watch that. And he didn't know. Right. Just keep the TV real low, you know. But so the kids down the end of the street got WrestleMania 6. Okay. And my parents let me go down there and watch it. Right. And everybody was a Hulk Hogan person except for me. I was like, go warrior. <laughs> so when he hit the damn leg drop, I was like, Son of a bitch, we're gonna do this again. Yeah. But then Warrior kicked out. I was like, "Oh my god, it's and, the greatest yeah, thing!" Ever. I'm like, "This is awesome!" <laughs> like, "Fuck Hulk Hogan." <laughs> so yeah, I was stoked, and everyone was all pissed off because I was like, I was cheering for him right. and everything. Yeah. But oh, I hated him. I, I hated him. I always hated Ric Flair. Yeah, I. You know, and it's worse now. There's nothing worse than a 70 year old guy who's losing his hair and doing the comb over. Yeah, going, "Ooh, I'm the jet flying pussy getting." You know, whatever, whatever it is <laughs> that he says, riding. whatever, whatever it is he says, it's like, no, you're not. Yeah. You're the wheelchair riding, walker walking, <laughs> heart stopping. Almost, yeah. Almost dying in the yeah. <laughs> grave digging. You know, it's, it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Have your heart attack and die already. Yeah. At least AEW is bringing these guys in as like managers. Like they've got, yeah, you know, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, and now they're going to have Jake the Snake. And so, I mean, that that's fine if you're just going to be like a manager. Like, yeah. that's, that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. But don't be doing this crap in the ring. Like, oh, just stop yeah, already. Yeah, just don't be in the ring. Don't be like. I, I liked in the pay-per-view that Arn Anderson took a took a boot to the chest and yeah. fell down, and that was it. Yeah. He didn't get up and do some stupid, you know, move or something. He didn't yeah. pile drive MJF or Wardlow or whatever. Right. He just laid there on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and that was that that's what he's supposed to do. He's an old man now. Yep. Some twenty year old guy's supposed to supposed to just be like, Fuck yeah, I beat that old man to death. <laughs> right. That's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> Somebody like MJF. Yeah. MJF rocks. He's great. He's I, the best. I saw an interview with him today. I think it was. Uh, I think it was from this week, actually, from Dynamite. Yeah. And he was talking about he like he had a, like a, a like a, a suit on or whatever. Yeah. And you could tell you could tell there was something written on the shirt. And oh he was yeah. doing the interview and, he, and he's like, "Man, it's hot in here. I got yeah. I got to take this off." He takes it off and says, "I pinned Cody." <laughs> yeah. And then he was like talking about like yeah, it's obnoxious and yeah. and overbearing and it's distracting. Kind of like a neck tattoo. Yeah. It's like I'm out of here. <laughs> he just fucks with them. Exactly. I love it, man. Dude, did you? He's actually in controversy this week because of these PC faggots that watch wrestling now. Why? He was at some event, one of these cons or something. Okay. And some seven-year-old kid came up to him and he flipped him off. <laughs> He flipped off the seven-year-old kid right into his face. Oh my god! And the kid got all upset. And the parent goes, of course, to social media and is like, you upset my child. I hope he kept it going. Oh, there it is. There's yeah, the there it is the right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Isn't that great? He's like, oh, fuck you. Fantastic. He's like, fuck you, you shitbag kid. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love it. That's what a wrestling heel is supposed to do. Yeah, that's that's how it was back in the day. He's supposed to be hated. Look, you see, you see the guy in the, in the left of the picture actually laughing. Yeah. <laughs> like the handler or He's whatever. He's like, fuck, yeah, that's great. Oh, my God, that's fantastic. <laughs> you know, MJF rocks, man. He's... So the, the dad actually got butthurt. He goes yeah. to a wrestling thing and gets butthurt. Yeah. What is wrong with people? And then, of course, Cody, Cody did the... the the face thing sent him a message back of course it was public but he sends a message back saying anytime we come to one of your cities you just reach out to me and i'll give you a front row seat to any of our events because we appreciate you and yours shut up well hopefully but, but that but he's a face i was gonna say hopefully he's doing it in it's like his character he's in it's, he's, it's not like the actual corporate answer of yeah. oh you shouldn't do that mjf yeah. 
And 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 MJF is right. That neck tattoo is fucking garbage. Yeah. When did he get that? Is that the re- week before? Okay. I, I just thought I'm like I don't remember him having that. Dude, you know it's bad when his wife is bagging on it. <laughs> you saw it during the pay per view. She was yeah. like, she was like, I'm not a fan of that. But, yeah. But he's a free man. He can do whatever he wants. And 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 my only thought was said no wife ever. Yeah. You know when she said he's a free man and he's free to do whatever he pleases. I was like. What what do you does he have on you? He must have photos of you, you know, fucking sheep or something because <laughs> nice. because there's no wife ever that says, "Oh, husband, do whatever you want. You're a good you're 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 treating me well. That's good enough." Steph doesn't boss Stop me around. It. She doesn't Stop boss it. me around. You know that. Stop it. She's a complainer like every other woman. Oh, well, she complains, but she doesn't tell me what to do. Yeah, but if you came home with a fucking Mike Tyson tattoo on your face, she would lose her shit. Well, she'd just make fun of me all the time. But she'd lose her shit first. No, she'd make fun of me. In public. I'm talking in private. Oh, in private, she'd be like, you look stupid as fuck. Yeah, exactly. But but she wouldn't like throw a fit. She'd be like, you look like an idiot. Yeah, well, this one went on television and said, yeah, he looks like a fucking knob. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, man. But, but it's all good. Do whatever you want to do. It's all good. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> Dude, hey, people are whipped, man. You know, God, you guys talked about women last week and uh, and you know all that shit. And it's like mm-hmm. you, you know my take. I can't yeah. handle that crap. I refuse. Yeah, I get instantly angry if somebody. I mean, hell, last week we had a show mm-hmm. and Steph Steph got pretty tore up and I was singing and all of a sudden she was all pissed off about something. I looked inside of the stage and she wasn't having fun anymore. I'm like, oh God, what happened? <laughs> I'm like, so. You know, and when she gets drunk, she she kind of overreacts to things. Right. But I'm like, nothing's even happening. Right. Well, she said that I held hands with some chick in the front or something, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, I didn't. And I was I, I because she was drunk. I I was like, okay, don't get pissed, don't get pissed because it's just going to erupt. So right. I was like, I was cool about it just because I didn't want to fight. But when that kind of shit happens, I get instantly angry. Yeah. I hate that jealous possessive. Mm-hmm. What are you doing shit? I'm like, fuck off. I, yeah. I I hate it. After I dealt with that with my ex-fiance like never again. Right. And then never it's, again. and then it's always easy to to play happy on on the stage too when you're in a when you're in a shitty mood. Oh. You know, that's always fun. Ah, here's another great song. Yeah. I know you guys are going to love this as much as I do. Yep. You know, it's like, I, ugh. I, dude, that, yeah, last week was rough a couple times. We had <laughs> we had drunken stupid bitch incidents on stage like Ugh. drunk women coming up on stage and almost breaking things Ugh. oh it was it was ridiculous it was I, so and then my bass player tells because this this fucking fat bitch gets up on stage once gets pulled down by security gets up on stage again gets pulled down by security right gets up a third time and no one's there to grab her right so she goes behind our gear like literally like ducking under cables and stuff where like the lights are <laughs> and, and stuff for my drummer's computer and everything. And like where we were playing, it's in the front room of uh, it's like there's a big picture window behind my drummer. Right. And she falls into this picture window and she's like on the little ledge. So we can't even get at her. And I'm just I'm just so fucking annoyed. And then it was like so we finally get her out of there and we take right. a break. And it, we, we, we were doing we had closed with uh, we do a medley that ends with uh, another brick in the wall. OK. So I, I on the mic, everyone's like, "Yeah, look at that." I was like, "All in all, it's just uh, another fat bitch on the wall because that's an actual brick wall." <laughs> right. And everyone's laughing, and my bass player comes over. He's like, "You got to stay positive on the mic." Stop it! And I had, and I wanted to go fuck off, man. <laughs> it's a fat, drunken, goddamn pig. I can say what the fuck I want. Don't tell me to be positive. She yeah. almost broke thirty grand worth of shit. You dickhead. Yeah. Like so, yeah. That was it. Was one of those weekends. And uh, Saturday I, was a bunch of ridiculousness and. I couldn't uh, do your gig. I couldn't do it. Dude. Bunch of yeah. Well, you're playing to drunk idiots every single yeah. week. Well, the the show on Saturday, it's this place called McSobers. Yeah, and I mean, it's like it, it is, is that ironic? McSobers. Oh yeah. It, I mean, dude. <laughs> I mean, literally, you go there. Everyone is just fucking ass face hammered the whole time. Nice. And they had an event that started at noon, mm-hmm. and people were still hanging out when we started. So there were people there who were drinking since like literally noon. Right. And it was some putting competition, mm-hmm. and for charity, this fucking bitch, she's got her putter. And this place is so crazy. They have like a security barrier like you'd see at the Odeon or something. Okay. In front of the stage at a bar because people are so nuts they come up on stage. They're all hammered. Right. This goddamn, oh, she puts the putter in like the holes of the security thing and starts banging it. So we're playing. He goes clank, 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 clank. I'm Ugh. like, mother 
fucker. So I, I, I dealt with it for like six or seven songs. She, Jesus. Kept, she kept putting it in my face, like trying to get me to use it as a microphone. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, asshole, I have a microphone, yeah. fucker. So anyway, I'm like, all right. So I, I'm like, all right. So I grab it, like I'm going to use it as a microphone. Then she starts pulling back, and I'm like, no, no, no. Just watch. This will be funny. You'll like this. You'll like this. So she lets go, and I turn around and put it on our lights, and I turn around. She goes, Hey, that's my eight-year-old nephew using on the mic. I go, I don't give a yeah. fuck. You'll get this back when you can learn to use it responsibly. Yeah, fuck your eight-year-old <laughs> nephew. Yeah, but I mean, shit like that is just like, that's what we were dealing with all last weekend. It's like drunken fucking bullshit. Oh, and why does she think you need to give a fuck at a concert about some toy that's her eight-year-old nephew's? I, dude, yeah, it's like, I don't care. You're obnoxious. Yeah, you're a cunt. Just watch the show, go, yeah, yeah. And, and be done with it, you fucking bitch. Yeah, it's... Drink I, your drinks and shut up. People people think that they have a right to get up on stage. You know, I mean, we people have actually told yeah, me I would never do that. Why? <laughs> well, it's your party, but you're not some drunken moron that's going. I got a hundred dollar bar tab. I deserve to be up there. Oh, I've, I've yeah. been told that. Yeah. I'm no. like, uh, I'm getting paid to be up here. Fuck yeah. nut. Like I deserve to be up here, not you. Yeah. Why don't you call the club owner and book your time, dickhead? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So last weekend was one of those. It was, and of course it was like you know I wasn't drinking. Right. So then it was more obnoxious because you're like, oh, my God, is this what these people are like? <laughs> Maybe I should get drunk. I'll have a longer fuse. You're like, God damn it. This sucks over. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the only good thing was, was like I've been I told you like I've been this is my sixth year in the band. Yeah. And it's, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, it's like over a two hour drive for each show for me. Right. So, you know, it's pretty hefty drive back well the, that mcsober's gig we are always hammered right well i wasn't drinking and we usually stay at this like condo complex mm -hmm. they get us a like a like a townhouse for afterwards right. sure so i didn't stay i'm like i'm sober i'm driving home it's like you know 2 30 in the morning or whatever it is and i drive past the townhouses and then i take a right and i have to go over this little causeway well i thought the speed limit was 35 i was only doing 33 because it's a narrow road right well don't you know i get pulled over because it was a 20 zone and i'm going you know what the one weekend I'm not drinking and I get pulled over, that is so fucking lucky. <laughs> like, right. Because if it was a normal McSober's gig, I'd have gotten a Dewey. <laughs> Easily gotten a Dewey, man. Yeah. Dude, isn't it isn't it ironic when that stuff happens when you when you know when I got stopped that one time, what, a couple what, three, four months ago, whatever yeah. it was, the ironic nature of the fact that it was one of those nights that I just wasn't in the mood to drink. Yeah. Because normally, if Scotty and I get together, it's usually a $300 bar tab. <laughs> right. You know, it's usually a huge bar tab. And for whatever reason, that night, I had one one mixed drink and a beer in like three, four hours. I just yeah. wasn't in the mood. And sure as shit, I got stopped and blew a .02 or 4 or whatever yeah. it was. It was nothing. But, you know... And and it was one and, and dude, it was such a weird thing too because I literally, the cop came up to me with the blow, you know, the the handheld, yeah, and, and and I've made the mistake before of of blowing into it, and I know better. I know to just say no, even though you get your car towed, I can afford my car. I can afford seventy five bucks to get my car. Yeah, right. You know, I can afford the towing. But I I usually know better than to blow into the thing. I usually am would be like no. Because I got a DWI for blowing in the bag back in the old days when it was a bag on the handheld one. Uh, back, oh, in the okay. old days, they had a, right. they had a, it was like a, a bag, and if you if you blew in the bag and you had so much alcohol on your breath, it would turn blue. And I blew in the bag and fucking came up hot. So then they took a blood test and I was point oh eight two in an oh eight state. Oh, oh, I was fucking pissed. Jeez. I was fucking pissed. I was going to say those handhelds don't hold up. I, the cop actually told me. I, I had to do it once, and yeah. he said it doesn't hold up in court. But they will. If you refuse, you get arrested. If you refuse it, you get arrested and your car gets towed. Even if then you go and take blood, you're not, you're not, you know, they'll release you, but your car is an impound. So you get fucked, you know. But from a legal standpoint, you're never supposed to do it. And for whatever, I've never known how that works. I've never known if like you're supposed to or not. Like, thank God I've only ever been in that situation one time. Now, from a legal standpoint, you're really not supposed to do it because you know you have you have X amount of time. I learned all about this when I got my DWI. If I would have waited, because I blew on sight, and literally. I was coming out of a bar. I was picking up a friend that got a Dear John letter in the mail. Oh, God. And I went to pick him up, and he wouldn't leave without me drinking a drink with him. 
So I did a shot of Jack Daniels and chased it with a beer, and then we left. That's all I had to drink. But it was fresh, and I got stopped within five minutes of having that drink, and I got nailed. Did it? Were you point eight? Point oh eight two, yeah. Because it was still fucking on my on in my mouth, damn. Near. Oh, okay. You know, I was, and you know, the spit was fucking pure Jack Daniels, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and and I blew point oh eight two, and you know, I was told by lawyer after the point long because it, it was a mess because then then they i wouldn't tell them my, <laughs> i'm me being me <clears throat> they busted me then i wouldn't tell them my name or anything of course i was like fuck you i'm not telling you shit you figure it out well then they found fake ids in my pocket and <laughs> you know it, it, what did you have fake ids because i was underage oh it's that long ago okay dude i was 20 it, it was such a fucking clusterfuck it was in arizona I had just spent two and a half years in Korea partying my oh, fucking ass off. Oh, this, okay. Then the I, book, okay. Then I come back, and I'm underage. After two and a half years of drinking every day. Right. Now I come back, and I'm not allowed to, you know, drink a beer. So I I had my friend Tony's ID in my pocket. <laughs> but I had a bunch of them. I had one of his. I had my friend John's. I had, um, you know, I had, like, some fake ones that I bought, you know, at the mall. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had I had a bunch of IDs, and sure enough, when they when they went through my wallet trying to figure out who I was, then it was well, who are you? Yeah, are you are you Christopher Allen? Are you Chris Aiken? Are you Tony Castanera? Who are you? And <laughs> and and I wouldn't tell. So then my my first sergeant came and identified who I was, and whew, that was not pretty. <laughs> I remember editing that story. Yeah. Amazing. That was not a pretty, that was not pretty, but the only good thing that came out of it, and I guess the statute of limitations is probably over at this point, so I can go ahead and tell this, but the only good thing that came out of it was they took the social off of one of the fake IDs with my name, with my actual name on it, but right. it was a fake ID, and the, and the you know, all the insurance chaos that comes from getting a DWI yeah. never hit me. Really? Nope. Because they tagged it to whoever was that social. <laughs> No kidding. They tagged it to the wrong social, and, it, and that was before there was computers and and everything linking everything. Yeah, so, you know, I I never got, I never even had an insurance rate hike. Never. Wow. So you got lucky, like uh, yeah. a certain friend of ours that got two yeah. in six weeks. Well, he's amazing. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Well, I don't know how he avoided jail. Well, he was in jail for two just, days. Just the, ni- the nights he got popped. But yeah. Right? Well, I, I did went he to, do? Did he no, do? It was, it, was, it was like a weekend because I went to see him on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So it was it was weird. It he was, was walking <laughs> all bow legged. Oh yeah. I was like, <laughs> man, this is crazy. Like, what what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he. I mean, two within six weeks, and it, it was so close together. They fucked up the paperwork, and and I, I guess what happened was they thought they had duplicate paperwork from the first one. Right. So they didn't nail him for the second one. Nice. I was like, boy, did you get lucky, man. <laughs> well, I know. I, I should have got one. I'll tell you a story. I should have got one. It was when you and I went to see uh, Y&T. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, when you were driving back from my place. Yeah, I was driving out yeah. of your place. And, and your old place, for people that don't know, John's old place was, what, about three feet away from a police station? Yeah, it's directly across the street. It was right there. So I dropped John off at his place, and we drank a lot at that show. We drank a good amount of booze. Yeah, that was... <laughs> and and it was about 1 o'clock in the morning or so, and I dropped you off, and I pulled out of your driveway, and I pulled... I went down, I went through the light, and as soon as I got through the light, the lights came on, and I was like, son of a bitch, I'm so fucked. And the cop comes to my door, and he's like, hey, where are you coming from? And I said, right there. <laughs> I was like, I was dropping my friend off. He lives right there at the at the donut shop, up, up above the donut shop. And he's like, you been drinking tonight? And I said, yeah, I had a couple of drinks a few hours ago. A few hours well, it ago. was. It was. At that point, it was an hour and a half ago or whatever. Yeah. You know, I was like, I had a few drinks a few hours ago. Because that was out by Canton, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was far. Yeah. And, and they were, he was like, he was like, well, you know. Where where were you coming from there? And I was like, oh, we were at this show. It was, you know, and then me being me, I was like, oh, it's Y&T. It was great. They played two out. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm over talk, which is a purpose move. If you over talk where you were at, 
makes it sound like you don't have any fear of, yeah, you know, versus the guy that's like looking straight ahead, doesn't look at the window, and is like, I'm coming from there. <laughs> you know, and they, they, they pretend like they're, you know, they do that thing more I, or less. I, I did that once. I got I got pulled over twice yeah. in two minutes because I was playing I was playing out in Olmstead Falls, like doing an acoustic thing. Right. And I had had a bunch of Jaeger and I, I was like, I pulled out and then got on the main road as Bagley, actually. Right. Because it was in Olmstead Falls. And I didn't know that I had a padiddle going on. Right. So dude pulls me over. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so I roll the window down, but I didn't really turn my head because I didn't want to breathe at him. Right, sure. And so I, and he was like, all right. You know, he, he didn't say anything about, he didn't ask. He's, he's, he said, you drinking? I was like, I was like, I had a beer and a shot, like, I don't know, about an hour ago or so. Right. You know, I said, but I was playing tonight. I always use this one. Like, I was playing tonight, so I don't I don't like to party then because I'm the singer. Right, I got to sure. keep it together. Mm-hmm. And they always buy that. Yeah. So. He's like, okay, I'll run your thing. And he's like, do you know why I pulled you over? I was like, I actually no. He says, oh, you got a headlight out. I'm like, oh, man. Right. I, and I literally just had one fixed. Right. And the other one apparently went out. So I was like, <laughs> son of a bitch. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll get it fixed. I'm like, I actually just had the other one fixed. That's ironic yeah. that it broke. He's like, all right, we'll get it fixed. So <laughs> I go down the road, uh, maybe a minute and a half, I get into Berea. Another one. And all of a sudden, a cop pulls a Yui. And he go. He comes up to the window. He goes, "Sir, do you know why I'm like Padiddle, Right? He goes, "Yeah. How'd you?" I said, "Because I just got pulled over two minutes back for right. it." He goes, "All right, get it fixed." And walked away. Didn't even run me. I was like, right. "Oh, thank God! Just get me the fuck home, <laughs> dude." That's how I felt with this cop right by your house. Like I, I thought for sure he was going to take me out and and you know walk me or whatever. Yeah. I, I thought for sure because he even asked me. He goes, he goes, he goes. He asked me if I was drunk, and I was like, no, absolutely not. I was like, and me being me, I was like, why do you think that? And he's like, well, your eyes look glassy. And I was like, come on, man. I've been going since 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's right. 1 o'clock in the morning now. I'm tired. I just went. I just come back from a show. I told you I had a couple of drinks. Do I seem drunk? Yeah. And he was like, nah, just be careful going home. <laughs> and I was like, you got it. Thanks for your time. And I rolled the window up and drove home. And thank God I did not get caught. Because yeah, you if, were. If he'd have put if he'd have put it on me, I'd have been about one and a half. Because I was thankfully <laughs> one and a half. I, thankfully, I don't. Thankfully, I don't slur. That no, is, only the only time you slur is if you get like ungodly hammered. Yeah, and that and that doesn't usually happen. You know, not usually. I mean, in all the times we've been drinking, how many times has that happened? Twice. Not a lot. I mean, the, the one I remember the most is when we are doing the show. Yeah. We were talking about Slayer, and you were a goddamn disaster. I was a train wreck. That, that, but was, that was, was the one where I had to kind of take over and host the show for yeah. like the last two hours because you were fucking That was the so one where, where Stephanie was giving me the 80-20 screwdrivers and 80% oh. vodka, and I drank, yeah. what, about eight of them. Yeah, you were oh, pounding that. I night. was fucked. That was about the. That was one of the most fucked I've been. That 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 was by far the most fucked I've ever been on the air. Is it other than the birthday party? Yeah, you were incoherent. Like at near the like the last like fifteen twenty minutes, you were a disaster. Yeah. But even the birthday party, I don't think people realized how fucked up they were. I was. They just thought I was an asshole. Yeah, it's. It didn't come off drunk. It just came off asshole. I'll still never forget my buddy Arizona Mike. He hits me up in the middle of the show with a text message. Hey man, sorry we left. Like, a huge fan, love you guys, but your buddy Chris just totally fucking ruined the show. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Oh, my God, that was so funny. I was like, sorry, man, he's going through some stuff, and he's absolutely ripped out of his gourd, so. You know what I say to him? Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> my fucking party. You yep. paid for my party, pal. Yep. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only, the only real evidence anybody had was when you were on the mic talking to Don's niece. Ooh, that, that was, was bad. Uh, God, have, running over to Neely, be like, you better go get him. That chick he's talking to is 14 years yeah. old. Well, in fairness, <laughs> in fairness, I shouldn't have had to worry about a 14-year-old chick in a bar. Well, I, I should not have had, I mean, probably shouldn't have been saying the shit that I was saying to people that I did not know. Yeah. But... <laughs> Look, you make an excuse. It's not my fault they had a fourteen-year-old in there. Yeah, exactly. I just I remember I was I was facing the bar, so to my left was the window where you guys were set up in the front, uh-huh. and I was talking to somebody, and I hear you off on your shit about you know does it bother you if you're you know that your uncle 
Just but, banging chicks yeah, on like, the road. So I heard you talking talk your filth. I'm like, he's such an idiot. Then I heard you mention uncle. I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Who's got there? And I looked over to see who you were talking to. I was like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> and I, 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 looked, I looked around the room real fast, saw Neely. I ran over and grabbed him. Like, you got to go get him, dude. <laughs> dude, the funniest thing about that show, not that there weren't many humorous yeah. moments, none that I remember, but I've been told, was, I don't know, maybe three days later, Stephanie calls me and she's like, do you want your iPad back? <laughs> and I was like, do you have it? And she, I didn't, I didn't even remember. I gave it to her to take pictures and video of the entire night show. Yeah. So she gives it back to me. She gives me back the, um, the iPad, like two days later or yeah. whatever, she comes over to the house and gives me the iPad that was my memories of the show, because I the the last thing I remember there was your band played your your cover band played Major League yeah and then Pitt was it Pitt or Voodoo, no, Voodoo Brother? Brother Voodoo Brother same thing Voodoo, <laughs> it basically is it's the same guys Voodoo Brother played and then Gatlin played the last thing I remember of that entire night was. I was on the stage. They told me to get up to introduce Voodoo Brother. And I got up there. I was ready to go. And then I saw Neely out the corner of my eye telling me to stretch it out. And then Kurt was like, oh, we got to do something with the guitars or whatever the fuck. And I started singing because I was beyond just, I mean, I was blitzed. And I started singing. I still know the song I sang was Robin's Song by Union. I still know what song it was because, and it's this big fucking de- cheese ass. And, well, it's this big depressing song about your chick leaving you and shit. Of course shit. it was. Of course it was. <laughs> so I, I'm singing this Robin song, and it's just cheese dick, fucking, you know, sad. Ooh, why did you go? Music. I get off the stage. I finally do the intro for Pit, right? Pit for Voodoo Brother. <laughs> I do that. I come off. Your guitar player Don pulls me off, and he's like, "Dude." You've got a great voice, man. You should sing. I was like, thanks, man. But right now, I think I'm going to sit down. (laughs) And then I woke up at your brother's apartment. And I didn't know what... I don't remember nothing. The last thing I remember is Don telling me I could sing and me saying, I think I need to sit down. And I don't know where I sat down, when it happened. All I know is I woke up the next day, didn't know where my car was, didn't know where my keys were. Felt like somebody clubbed me in the face with a ball bat. You know, then AJ wasn't even there. Like, he he had gone out because I had slept till like, 2 or something, which yeah. is never happens to me. Yeah. But I woke up. AJ wasn't there. I'm like, I, I, I was still drunk, still a lot drunk. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out where everybody was. My phone was gone. You know, I didn't have any way to contact anybody. I didn't know where you were. I didn't know where I was. I was asleep. You weren't there. I was in the other apartment asleep. Oh, I Because when know. I woke up, nobody was there, and I had to text everybody. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And they told me how, how yeah. goddamn wrecked you were and that they had oh. to take you back to the hi-fi and whatever. Yeah, I was a, I was a mess. And then I, I, I swear, driving home from that, AJ took me. We went and got some breakfast, which I almost threw up in the restaurant. I'm like eating these eggs and they were runny and it was like, (laughs) it it, it was one of those things. I was shoveling it in because I knew I had to, the, where the bar was, was like 45 minutes from my house. So I was like, I've got to eat something because I could very well get a, get a three in the afternoon DWI, get in my car home. You know, once, once AJ told me where my car was and everything and AJ had my keys and shit, but so we eat. I'm forcing it down, trying not to retch. <laughs> not to retch. And I get in the car, and I drive home. And the whole time, I'm driving like like an old man. I'm like 45 miles an hour on the freeway <laughs> because I just was so scared of getting nailed and, and blowing a 2.2 or something like 13 hours later. What did you have? Like, Wasn't uh, it like 20-some doubles? 42 drinks total. I remember the 42, but yeah. It was something like 13 doubles, a 12-er, two or three beers that I shotgunned from from you that I spilled all over me or just choked all over me, Um, shots, 
people kept coming up to me, giving me shots of Jaeger, and and I was mixing everything. Everything there was no. I tried one time to to be like, hey man, you're gonna puke. You'd start. I you were, you had one in each hand, yeah. and you were trying to order a third. Yeah. And I went, dude, why don't you just do those? And like, you're yeah. gonna puke, and you turn around, and you go, fuck you. I'm like, all right, that's that's my attempt at being a good yeah. friend tonight. All right, you do you. I didn't puke. <laughs> I never did puke. Oh God, you probably needed to, man. I should have because I, it would have been good if I would have just puked it out and got it out of my yeah. system. I probably wouldn't have been so drunk the next day. But yeah, it was the worst mistake. And Billy, Billy, even to this day, is like that's the worst mistake I ever made with my bar was giving you open bar. God, I wonder how much that. Ugh. Well, thirteen doubles would be what about five bucks a drink? More than that. Oh yeah, doubles would be what about eight bucks a drink? Probably about eight dollars. Yeah. So that's a hundy. Easily, Jesus. that's a hundred just in those twelve pack of beer at a bar. Well, if you had twenty doubles, that's actually one hundred and sixty. So there yeah, you go. So, but a twelve pack of beers. <laughs> how much is a twelve pack of beers in bars? Four dollars uh, a piece. Let's say three at that place is three. So it's you're looking three, at thirty six more there. So, you're, so there you're almost two hundred. And then the the shots. Yep. <laughs> Three hundred dollar dine? Wow! Wow! Three hundred dollars poured into me. <laughs> I I can honestly say I've I, you and I have had some drinking nights, but I've never done that. The worst I ever did was uh, in my early twenties. One of my best friends was going to Ohio Northern, yeah, and I brought like the big bottle of Jaeger to go hang mm-hmm. out with him. Sure, and we finished it between us in like one night, and then we went out drinking. We just stumbled into some party we knew nobody, <laughs> and I just we just walked into somebody's house, and I someone was trying to do a keg stand, so I grabbed the dude's leg and just jumped in the party like we belonged. I kept drinking there. Right, I was so drunk I was trying to order Subway at the end of the night, and I had to, I had to <laughs> order by the color of the meat. <laughs> I, I couldn't even say like roast beef. I was like, uh, brown. Br- 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 it's like roast beef. I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like, but what you did, no. Well, no, dude. When I was in the military once, this is a story that did not actually make the book, but I'll tell it here. I'm in. I was when I got to Arizona. We drank like crazy in Arizona, and I was. I used to play this game called Jacks. This part's in the book. Yeah, where. You would, we had this rubber ball, and we'd all stand in a circle type of a thing, and you would bounce the ball on the floor, and you had to do as many mouthfuls of whatever we were drinking as you could before and catch the ball. Yeah. And if you dropped the ball, then you were out. And if you, and then whoever drank the, the least amount of gulps yeah. before catching the ball was out. And then you'd you know, throw them out, and it's just it's, yeah. you know, kind of like a alcoholics version of duck duck goose i guess you know <laughs> and and we used to play this all the time we'd get a gallon of beef eater gin i still remember what we oh put. god I, awful. Hate, I hate gin dude <laughs> i i can drink a lot of shit but gin will make me pretty much puke just even putting it in my mouth i don't like it but there, we had this Ugh. we had this black guy um we called him Scar- scott right and and he would he was a big gin guy that was all he would drink so we would just drink the gin because we wanted him to play so we would do this gin and we would get all fucked up. So when I was there, that was when I was engaged. So I was trying my damnedest to be nice, to be good. But there was one girl there that just was, you know, wanted to hook up. Right. This girl's name was Stacy. And see, this is not in the book. This one, I don't think I've ever told you, but so this girl, Stacy used to always come to the room and she'd always be like, flirty and you know rubbing <laughs> right? up on me and that kind of thing but i was always like no no it can't be it can't you know whatever i'm getting married here in may blah 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 blah, blah. it's like january or whatever uh-huh. and so at some point we had a party at my friend tony's house okay. and of course we started by playing jacks and i got of all course. fucked up I get all fucked up, and then we were at the pool, and it was hot. It's a million degrees in Arizona, so we're at the pool, and we're drinking at the pool, oh, right in the drinking in the pool gets you every fucking time, man. So, at some point, we ended up. It was me and Stacy, and we went back up to my friend Tony's apartment okay. to get more drinks or something, food. I don't know what we were getting, right? But before long, she pushed me in the bathroom and blew me, <laughs> okay. and I was like, "All right, this fucking rocks." So. She takes me in the bathroom. She gives me a blowjob. Cool. I'm in a good mood for a while. For a while, I'm in a good mood. Sure, right? But then the combination of booze and guilt take over. 
and I lose my fucking mind at some point. And I start freaking the fuck out in in the in the bed. Like we went back to the barracks, okay? Because I was too fucked up. They they took me back to the barracks because I got too fucked up. <laughs> and somehow, some way, I had a a um, what do you call the thing? Uh, not a crowbar. Well, a crowbar, a, a tire iron, a tire iron. Okay, in my in my locker. Oh no. And I took this thing out because people kept trying to force me to to go to to take a nap to go to sleep, right? Because I was too fucked up. And I was like, uh, you know. And I was like, no, I want to party some more. I want to party some more. I want to party some more. And they were like, they were like, oh no. So I was like, all right, let me get my let me get some clothes to to change into to go to sleep. You know, right? I go to my locker. I get this fucking tire iron art and i just start swinging for the fences at everybody oh my i'm God. swinging at people i fucking destroyed wall lockers i broke a window and it ended up that like five of my friends had to hold me down until i passed out oh. <laughs> because i was so fucked up Jeez. <laughs> and i did something like like six or seven hundred dollars worth of damage in the in the <laughs> In the barracks room. I ended that up, is awful. It ended up costing me like a month's pay because I had to replace doors on lockers and I had to buy two windows. <laughs> God, it sounds like you got out cheap, man. Yeah, it really wasn't that. that dude, I spent a lot of money on my alcoholism in Arizona. <laughs> between between that episode and between between the DWI that was 1600 bucks, you know, that ticket was 1600 That's $2,500 there. Right. And then, if I remember right, I had to pay for they. They gave me a choice of going to rehab or, um, or getting kicked out of the service, and I chose rehab. Well, then, then I had to pay yeah. for rehab, you know. So I had to pay for that. That was a, that was another, you know, three thousand dollars. <laughs> Jesus, you know. And I had so much money at that point, making seven hundred dollars a month. Say. <laughs> It's like you weren't making shit, dude. <laughs> Boy, Georgetta made a good call marrying me anyway. Jesus Christ. That's okay. She got hers. Yeah. Well, that's it. But <laughs> Well, all right, man. Believe it or not, we've killed almost an hour and a half. I know. Look at that. <laughs> Go us. Remember, you called me this afternoon like, well, in case we don't have enough to talk about, I've got some topics and you might have to well, get a couple. I'm like, yeah. Well, you got topics. I got a couple news stories. Yeah. Well, why don't we do this? Let's play some tunes. And then we're gonna get um, our good friend Josh Toomey and uh, Ian Wadley on the on the phone Skype, whatever the fuck it is, to <laughs> Skype. to talk about their new show that they're putting together to together together. Yes, and um, and then we'll figure out some other bullshit to moan and groan about. Um, it is your classic metal show tonight, and uh, why don't we go with? I know this is going to break your heart for me to play this because I know you hate this band. But um, I did have songs I gave you a yeah, fuck. I know, but you, you, I know you don't like these guys very much, but oh boy. the band, of course, is Van Halen. Yeah, okay, there we go. <laughs> so for all of you Roth honks, go away. Yes. Because I'm not playing any Roth stuff tonight. You can request that from Neely next week when he comes back. Yeah. And he'll be more than happy to come on and say, I don't hate the Sammy stuff, but <laughs> I just like the grit and the groove of the David Lee. He had pizzazz. Give me the Sammy stuff. I love it all, but I'm a little bit more of a fan of the Sammy I'm stuff. I'm a fan of the Sammy stuff. I'm a fan of the 5150 album. Great record, man. I'm a fan of the 5150 song. Yep. So why don't we play the 5150 song since you requested it? Hell yeah. That's a request. Ass. This is a request of John. So if you don't yep. like it, blame John. Yeah, go ahead and blame me, fuckers. Yeah. So check it out. It is Van Halen. It is 5150 exclusively here on your classic metal show. <laughs> <laughs> 